The Business Report Spotlight is brought to you by Renaissance Health Medical Aid Fund. RMA. Your health comes first. Welcome back to the Business Report. In tonight's Spotlight feature, we're talking to Mr. Tasha Steers, the Group CEO from Sunlam Namibia. Good evening, Mr. Steers. Good evening. Thanks for having me. So we know that you've got a B accounting and an honors in management accounting from Stellenbosch. You've also served or continued to serve on the Vintuk High School Board. Is that because you went to school there or because your children do? My children do. I was schooled in Stellenbosch. So oh. I'm a, not an original Namibia, but I've, for the last 29 years, I've been, been living in Namibia. Okay. Tell us a bit more about your childhood then, your, your upbringing in Stellenbosch. Yeah, probably a very normal school life. Uh, parents uh, worked for the post office, so we traveled around a bit, ended up in Stellenbosch. And my father thought that it should be a good idea that these children do further their education and therefore stayed on in Stellenbosch. We're fortunate then to study in Stellenbosch mm. and since then moved up to Namibia. Okay. Uh, schooling in Stellenbosch? Went to Paul Rose Gymnasium. Okay. So one yeah. of the big names. Yeah. <laughs> fortunate. Yeah. One of the big rugby schools. Were you a rugby player? Yeah, I played a bit and uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, probably if you're in a, in a boys' school, playing with a ball is quite, quite an important <laughs> part of growing up. So... Uh, you have basically, other than a year spent with KPMG after university, been with Sunlam your entire working career. What is it about the company that's kept you there? I think, David, it's, it's one of those things that I think it's, it's how you want to develop, but it's also the opportunity. So I think I've been very fortunate that other than the company growing and myself growing at the same time, there were a lot of very different opportunities that came around. So although I've been there with, for almost 28 years, each and every year more or less felt like a, a new job. And I've been fortunate that we've gone through many changes, many different uh, projects, different acquisitions, and mm. so many other things that have really given me the opportunity to personally grow uh, with with the company. So th there's a saying, I, I don't remember who to attribute it to, but uh, that the average person will do seven different jobs in their lifetime, you're just fortunate to have done those seven or more at one company. Yeah, and I think often you, you need to check that you're not doing every year just over over and again. And then some people have 30 years of experience, mm. but maybe only one year 30 times. So I've really been blessed that uh, I've received great opportunities and within one organization. And I think it's, uh, it's also the nature of the organization that really believe in growing people and empowering people and allowing people to do what is good for, for their own and the business development. And obviously, a, a corporate culture is a, is a very important part of Sunlam then. Yeah, I think culture is one of those things that I always believe is probably the most important thing. And it's, it's how you get things done. You know, the way that you do things, the way that you communicate, the way that you, you get to a point to deliver service to your clients, because we all know that clients are the most important. But you still need to find a way to deliver and, and, and therefore it's so important to have a culture where you foster development of people, but at the same time, you also empower and you make sure that there's accountability and mm. that people are really ultimately responsible for what, what they are doing. All right. You've also been the group CEO since 2006. You're actually one of the longest serving CEOs in the country. What is it about you that you think has led to this? Why have you managed to, to fulfill this role successfully for so long? Yeah, you're probably giving away my age, but I think <laughs> that the reality is that 
I think we've been fortunate in having a good team and therefore we've been fortunate to deliver good results. And I think that always makes it a bit easier. But ultimately, those results are just not the financial numbers. It's about delivering a, a service to, to the clients. And I think as long as your clients and your stakeholder groups are happy, you will probably continue to get another chance. So <laughs> maybe I've just been lucky. Well, how how has the role of CEO, or at least the way you do it, changed over those 17 years? I can imagine it's been quite a journey. Yeah, I think today um, the, the, the business environment is much more diverse. It's definitely much more compliance driven. It's much more, uh, in the olden days, we were very much focused in one or two product lines. Today, we're really a diverse financial services business. And it's and I think it's, it's, it's really to reinvent yourself, to be ready for all the change within the environment and to be adaptable. Because I think if you would allow yourself to, to worry too much about all the change and resist the change, you will probably end up not, not being part of the change. But talking about that change and being adaptable, how, how do you think the role of a CEO is going to change going forward? I mean, especially with all the hype around machine learning and, and AI and its role in sort of the industry that Sunlam serves. I think it's all about adaptability. It's all about how you use these things. Uh, and again, I think machine learning and artificial intelligence will definitely be part of it. To resist it will be wrong. And it's really to create an environment where you can enable what is there to improve the service and the ability to deliver that service to, to your clients ultimately. So we're talking 17 years as CEO. Obviously, within that time, you've managed to work out some kind of work-life balance uh, because otherwise you would have burned out and you, you seem like a happy, well-balanced person to, to me. What is the sort of average day uh, in the life of Tasha Steers? Yeah, because of still, still school going kids, I, I arrive quite early and I quite enjoy that. So I, I really try to say that I think you need to make sure that you don't spend all day long in, in, in meetings try and keep the meetings as effective as possible, try and create real outcomes in what, what in everything that you do. But at the same time, trying to communicate clearly and be open and be there for your, for your staff and everybody who reports to you. So uh, it's really for me about creating an environment in which you can function. And uh, as a CEO, it's not about controlling everything. It's about creating an environment where other people can do makes them even greater because if it's only about me, I think you'll probably get quite limited success. It's about enabling all those other Sunlamas out there to be, be even greater together. And in terms of, of decompression and, and stress relief, what, what is it that you enjoy doing when you're not at work? I used to enjoy quite a bit of cycling, but recently I've taken up farming. I'm an avid um, weekend farmer, which does uh, allow me to spend a lot of time in nature. And I think I really try to I think especially in the world we're in, which is quite uh, subjective, I really try and spend a bit of time in, in nature and things that I can not always control. The weather is probably more unpredictable <laughs> than finances, but it's really about being out there and, and resting and being a bit of away from the office and mm. all the normal everyday stresses. And the kids getting to go to the farm, is that something they, they savor or are they more, yeah. they, they want to go to the mall? <laughs> Unfortunately, the younger two are, are daughters, so they would probably enjoy the mall more. But my son who's at university, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's quite keen on the farm. But they all enjoy the time on the farm, mm. but probably not, not as involved as, as, as my son, yeah. Okay. And, and uh, other, other than the farming, any other hobbies or activities? Yeah, I, I still try and stay fit and, and walk and cycle a bit. But yeah, it's been, been tough 
with the farming because you uh, only have one day to do the, the job of <laughs> what farmers do in the week. So, yeah, time has been a bit, bit tough, but I still quite enjoy it. All right. Lastly, not that we're suggesting that you should stop doing the great work that you've been doing, uh, but what does the future look like? What's the next move? I think it's really about being ready for whatever comes our way. I think there's a lot of change uh, in terms of uh, legislation. There's ongoing changes in terms of the world in which we operate. There's direct selling. There's artificial intelligence. There's there's so many new things coming, and it's really to to leave Sunlam and the people at Sunlam in a position that we we could be ready for whatever comes our way. So, I think the legacy is not to be there at a certain point in time just for my own sake, but really to to make a difference while I'm still there. And and going into farming sort of more full-time than just weekends in the future or I, I, would, I would hope that weather will allow that but uh, yeah I, I think it's important to have a bit of other than just work-life balance to to create some I think we're all going to be quite young at retirement age and we need to find not necessarily hobbies but things to keep us keep us busy and occupied mm. and and maybe prepare ourselves better for retirement I think we we all much too too young to retire at the age of 60 or whatever age you have to retire at well, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Steers. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. The Business Report Spotlight was proudly brought to you by Renaissance Health Medical Aid Fund. RMA. Your health comes first.